You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. I wish our young people were here. Ah, it was, it was just explosive, explosive, explosive. And I say, these children are receiving this kind of word. I'm telling you, the world is in trouble. The world, something is about to, because it's the kind of message that God will send and you just know that something is about to break. Something is about to happen. That word is preparing you for something. Yes. Amen? Amen? So, um, yeah, I bring you greetings. They, they, they send their greetings as well, Pastor Sam and Grace. Yesterday they celebrated their 33rd wedding anniversary. Wow. <laughs> 33 years. Huh? In this non-committal generation, when people find it hard to even keep their promise, <laughs> is that not so? So when we come across that, it's worth celebrating. Amen. Yeah, but they'll be with us in May. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So just prepare yourself for it. Because I know something great will happen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I have a word I want to share with you. It's a bit difficult for me to title it. Um, I know what I want to say, but you know, to, 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 to title it is somehow. So I will try. Okay? I will try. And uh, I call it the law of the present. Now it's like, what does that mean? Yeah. Maybe by the end, some of you, those of you who are wordsmiths, you can, you can help by the end of this to give us a more appropriate title. But for now, I call it the law of the present. Hallelujah. Yeah, the law of the present. And um, we are looking at how to flow in the supernatural. And this law I found to be Something that is vital when it comes to flowing in the supernatural. So stretch your hands and pray with me. Father, we just thank you. We bless you. Ask the Lord to speak to you. Come on. Father, we just trust you. I thank you, Father, for your, for your word, which is spirit and is life. I thank you, Father, for the spirit of revelation. I thank you for the supernatural move of your spirit that is already taking place. That is already taking place in our midst, in our lives, in our homes, in Midran, in this city, in this nation. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Father. Lord, I receive grace this morning. I ask for utterance. Utterance. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, the law of the present. A lot of people have a problem walking with God because they don't understand this. Let me see. How many people has God spoken to? God has told you, I'm going to do this in your life. Anybody? Anything in particular? Okay. All right. So, God is going to do things in your life. All right? But there is a way to walk with God. And if you are able to master the law of the present, 
right? If you're able to master the law of the present, you will be able to bring the future to the present. Are you getting me? And then you can also look into the past and see what God has done, and you will bring the past into the present. Yeah. So we need to master this law. We need to master this law because I believe that God wants to begin to do some things in your life. All right? But you need to master this law. So go to the past. The, you, things have been recorded in the past. All right? Go into history. Go into your Bible and see what God has done. Amen? And by the law of the present, you can bring that you can cause that to be repeated in your time. Wow. You can cause it to be repeated in your time. So what happened at the time of Moses can be repeated in your time. Are you getting me? Yeah, it can be repeated in your time. And that's what I'm believing God for. That's what I'm believing God for. That's what I'm trusting God for. I've put my faith out there and I say, God... If you did it at that time, you will do it in our time. Amen. You will do it in the present. I'm not putting it to the future. No, I want it now. I want it now. Hallelujah. Okay, let's start, let's start by looking at Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. All right? So we see there that, 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 that it's, it's like... Um, that is, that is the point where you stand. Almost, it's almost like look at the cross. Think about the cross, all right? On the cross, Jesus hung and his hands were spread out like that. Am I correct? Yeah. So he was spread out so he could bring the past into the present and the future into the present. And then link it up with heaven. And the kingdom manifests. So think about that. Let's read verse 1 of Hebrews chapter 11. 1, 2, 3. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What does it say? Now faith is. So in other words, faith is always present. Faith is always present. It is never past. It is never future. It is always present. Hope is future, but faith is present. All right? We've done extensive teaching on faith. You can go get it. But yeah, the point I'm trying to make is that faith is now. Faith is now. And guess what? God is always present. God is, God is always present. When he appeared to Moses in Exodus chapter 3, he introduced himself. When Moses asked the Lord, what am I going to tell the Israelites? Supposing they don't believe me. Who am I going to say has appeared to me? What is your name? Hallelujah. Let's look at Exodus chapter, chapter 3. In chapter 3 of, of Exodus, 
you see here that um, verse 13, then Moses said to God, indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they say to me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? All right? A fair question, right? Okay. And God answers and says to Moses, what? I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? I am who I am. Right? So when you go to the Israelites, tell them, I am has sent me to you. Now, the question is this. We don't have in Scripture of God introducing himself to anyone in this manner before now. Even to Abraham, he did not introduce himself to Abraham as Abraham. He introduced himself to Abraham as El Shaddai. He introduced himself to Abraham as uh, Jehovah Jireh. Isn't it? But, but he, Moses, God is telling Moses, I am. Tell the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. So question, why does God introduce himself as I am? He's always present. I am. You fill in the blank. All right? I am whatever you want me to be. Hallelujah. I am, I am your healer. Then if that's what you need, that is what he will be to you now. Hallelujah. I am that I am. So he introduces himself. And then you see in the book of John, in the book of John chapter 8, Jesus encounters I mean, Jesus is interacting with the Pharisees, okay? Very interesting dialogue there. For the sake of time, I don't want to, I don't want to take too much time. Verse, chapter 8, verse 57, Then the Jews told him, You are not 50 years old, and have you seen Abraham? Because Jesus had said to them that, he said to them, Abraham rejoiced when he saw my day. So these guys were confused now. How can Abraham rejoice when he saw your day? You are not even 40 years old. You are just in your 30s. And you said, Abraham saw your day. And he rejoiced. What are you talking about? They thought, we, we said it before, you are out of your mind. You are actually possessed. And you have, you know, you, you, have, you have a mental problem. But Jesus now makes a statement in verse 58. Look at what Jesus said. Jesus said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, 
Before Abraham was, what? I am. Then look at their reaction. Verse 59. Look, look what they decide to do. Then they took up stones to throw at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them and passed by. So they understood immediately when Jesus made that statement. Jesus made that statement. He says, before Abraham was, I am. In other words, I am the one that met Moses in the burning bush. Hallelujah. I introduced myself to Moses in the burning bush. So they immediately, they understood and they picked stones. Because to them, they felt it's blasphemy. It's blasphemy. It's time to kill this guy because this guy is speaking nonsense. He's speaking nonsense. A 30-something years old man claiming to be the one that was there with Moses. They, they, we don't need any witness. Hallelujah. And, and, and if they had killed him according to Jewish law, it's fine. Hallelujah. But at that time, the Bible says Jesus walked through them. So immediately, Jesus entered the supernatural and just passed in their midst. Walked through them. Imagine people coming to stone him and he's walking past them. <laughs> ha. Supernatural. Because it wasn't yet time for him to die and Jesus was not ordained to die by stoning. Hallelujah. He was supposed to die on the cross. Yeah. Because Jesus said in John chapter 3, he says, Just like Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so the Son of Man is going to be lifted up. Yeah. So, thing is not how he's supposed to die. Hmm? It's like somebody told me, Oh, I saw, you know, talking, talking, and he says, You know, you never can tell. Maybe you step out now and the car just hit you. And you. I said, No, not me, not me supposed to die like that. Yeah. No, I don't accept anything. Okay, God didn't promise me that. So why should I take it? He said, no, but you never can tell. I said, for me, my case is different. Maybe it's your reality, it's not mine. Hallelujah. Yeah, because when you walk with God and you understand some things, there are certain things you can, there are boundaries you can put around your life. Do you understand? There are boundaries you can put around your life and you can declare that certain things don't come your way. But it's because God's children don't understand their authority. They don't know how to walk with God and they accept everything the devil brings. In fact, when you wake up in the morning and you find you are sick, you can decide to say, not today. Yeah. Amen. Just send it away. Go somewhere else. Amen. Wrong appointment. Amen. Wrong address. Amen. Come on. Yeah. yeah. So there are certain things that should not come your way. But if you allow them, God will allow them. But God has given you the right. He has given you the authority. He says, resist the devil. And he will flee from you. So if you don't resist the devil, 
Many people are resisting God and from the devil. Instead of submitting themselves to God, resisting the devil, and let the devil flee. But if you don't resist, let me tell you, God will never resist for you. There's no scripture that says God will resist for you. You are the one to take the responsibility of resisting. Hallelujah. Okay. So, now, how do we get? Okay, yeah. Jesus says, before Abraham was, I am. So, God is a God of the present. All right? He's a God of the present. The Bible says, yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus Christ remains the same. Is that not so? He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same. So, if Jesus, if Jesus did something 2,000 years ago, guess what? He'll do it again today. Amen. But you need to master the law of the present and place a demand. Amen. Do you understand? And tell him, you did it before. You got it again. I'm believing you for that. I'm trusting you for that. I want you to do it again. I'm standing on your word. You glorified your name in the past. You're going to do it again. You glorified your name in the life of Peter. You will do it in my life. Are you following me? Yeah. You, 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 you did it in Jerusalem. You will do it in Midran. Am I correct? Yeah. So we look back at what happened in the past. And we begin to trust God. The reason why it's recorded is so that we can have something to stand upon. And to have faith. And to believe God. If God can change a man like Peter. You... <laughs> wow. I think there's hope for every one of us. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. You say, oh, pastor, I'm not perfect. That's right. You are the perfect candidate. Uh, pastor, I have a temper problem. That is right. Perfect. 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 If God used someone with a temper problem, like Elijah, huh? who will get angry and call fire down people, he can use you. Turn to someone and say, I think, I think God can use you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. He did it before he will use you. Only don't call fire down on people. Yeah. Don't call fire down, but God will use you. God will use you. Yeah. God has sent me to raise an army in this place. So, if you are here, it means that you are part of that army. Yeah. So, don't disqualify yourself. Don't think, don't look at yourself and say, oh, well, I don't look, I'm not strong enough. That is right. Even with that weakness, come. Be enlisted. Get ready to be trained. Get ready to be discipled. And you will become a formidable force Amen. in this land Amen. and beyond. 
Are you getting me? Yeah. yeah. So believe and trust God. Believe in what God is doing here. Because I know it's no, it's no ordinary thing that He's doing here. Do you agree with that? Amen. If you agree, shout amen. amen. All right. So God has not changed. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, it says, I am the Lord, I change not. I change not. So never look at God as a God of the past. Always see him as a God of the present. Okay? Yeah, you can look at what he did in the past, but you need to bring it to the present. Very important. Yeah. It's, okay, look at that. He says, I'm the Lord, I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, all sons of Jacob. Can you see why you will not be consumed? Because the Lord has not changed. Because the Lord has not changed, the enemy will not take you out. He will not take you out. He can't. He can't. If he could, he would have done it before now. But so far as you are here right now, you are covered. Do you understand me? Yeah, I declare that over your life. You are covered in the name of Jesus. Now, so, if, if God is a God of the present, and we see so much happening, there are things that are yet to happen, that there are things that, that um, have happened in the past, but we can walk in all of these things. How do we do it? How do we do it? I want to give you a few examples in the scriptures. Some people that were able to, to key in, to key into what um, was to come, for example, right? I, okay, let's look at a scripture in the, book of, um, in the book of Matthew. In the book of Matthew chapter 10, when Jesus commissioned the disciples, while this is not the great commission, but while he was training them, in Matthew chapter 10, We'll read from verse 5. Matthew 10, verse 5. Verses 5 and 6. All right. It's there on the screen. Okay. These 12 Jesus sent out and commanded them, saying, Do not go into the way of the Gentiles and do not enter the city of the Samaritans. Okay? So Jesus, is, is, he sent them. He says, you, you go and preach. Right? But he, place, he places boundaries for a reason. He says, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. In other words, for now, this is the father's focus. All right? The father is focusing on the nation of Israel, on national Israel. Don't go to the Gentiles. In fact, don't even go to the Samaritans. So, their time is coming. Their time is in the future. But for now, this is the time for Israel. Okay? This is the time for national Israel. Let's look at chapter 15. We'll see something there. In chapter 15 of Matthew. From verse 21, it says, 
Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. These disciples... Can you see that they, they are just like some of us, right? <laughs> and yet God eventually used them to do great things. Yeah, but this is to tell the kind of heart they had. Okay? But Jesus answered and said, verse 24, let's read it together. I, uh, he, uh, okay, but Jesus answered and said, I was not sent except to the lordship of the house of Israel. Can you see that? In other words, your healing is in the future. Your daughter's deliverance is in the future. For now, my anointing is for Israel, not for Gentiles. Hey, so there are things, there are times that God places things in the future. Make no mistake about that, it's real. There are times that in his schedule, (laughs) there are things that are ahead of time. Okay? Like in this case. Then she came and worshipped him, saying... Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Jesus was not being rude. Okay? But he was bringing out a truth. Hallelujah. And in fact, I like Mark. There's something that Matthew doesn't say that Mark says. Concerning this same, uh, this same woman. Let's look at Mark chapter 7. We'll come back here. Mark chapter 7. In the book of Mark chapter 7, you see here that the same, the same story is recorded by Mark. But he gives us some more insight. He says... Verse 25, it says, For a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him, and she came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. Can you see? She did what? She kept asking. So it wasn't a once-off ask. Hallelujah. She asked. Jesus didn't pay attention. Matthew says he didn't even answer her. He didn't even say a word. He says, oh, master, please, can you help me? My daughter, Jesus looks at her and he just walks away. And she comes back again. Oh, please help me, my daughter. And Jesus looks at her. 
He doesn't answer. He didn't answer her a word. So she kept, she persisted. She persisted. This is something that is missing in the lives of many believers. They don't know how to be persistent. They don't know how to be persistent. So she persisted. She persisted. Mark says, she kept on asking him. And that's in line with what Jesus taught in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, when he says, ask and you shall receive. Okay? And we know that in the Greek, it says, keep on asking and you will receive. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. But oh, no. You just go. Uh, I doesn't want to open the door. <laughs> and you're gone. Hmm? Do you really want it? Do you really want to bring the future into the present? Amen. This is the key. Amen. Hello. Do you understand me? This is the key. You need to continue to press in. And that's why I say to you, let's keep pressing in. Let's keep pushing. Let's keep pressing. Let's keep pressing. Keep placing a demand. Keep placing a demand. Keep placing a demand. Lord, I will not let you go until you do this in my life. I, I refuse to settle for anything less. Hallelujah. Amen. Although it's in the future, it's not your time. It's time for the household of Israel. It's, it's time for the lordship of Israel. I'm trying to save the Israelites who are lost. They are lost, totally lost. Yes, Lord, they are lost. I am also lost. Amen. And I need to be found as well. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm also lost and I need it. I I, I refuse. And she kept pestering the Lord. Pestering the Lord. Until the Lord now makes a statement. And he says, It is not good to give the children's bread to dogs. How offensive. Hmm? How will you feel if somebody... I mean, you, co you come to me. I mean, okay. And you say, Pastor, can you do this for me? I say, no. Uh, I can't do this for dogs. Oh, let me say, I can't do this for monkeys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. So, how are you going to react? How are you going to react? But look at this woman's reaction. Look at her reaction. Huh? I hope we're learning something from this woman. Hmm? Jesus said to her, in, in, in Mark, he says, but Jesus said to her, let the children be filled first. Which is different from the way Matthew puts it. Jesus says, let the children be filled first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to little dogs. You're not even a big dog. You're not even a big dog. You're a little dog. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> you know? <laughs> a 
<laughs> sausage dog. <laughs> Sharon, but yours is not like that. <laughs> Yeah, but look at what this lady says, you know. Then she said, huh? she answered and said to him, yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. He said, yes, you're right. You're not wrong at all. You're right. But even the little dogs, at least something drops. I'm not asking for a full loaf. Just a crumb can work this miracle. Hallelujah. Many are crying for the whole loaf. This woman says, just the crumb. Her faith, her faith didn't need the whole loaf. Her faith needed just the crumb. The whole of Israel, the loaf is walking all over the place. Bread of life is walking all over the place trying to feed them and they refuse. Can you, can you see? And he said, I'm the bread of life. If you don't eat me, you won't have life. And they're offended. But this woman says, I don't even want the bread. Just the crumb. That drops off from the table. Jesus was so impressed. She says, for this, look at, look at what he says. For this saying, go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. For this saying, you have brought the future into the present. Amen. Do you understand? For your persistence and even for what you have said. I wonder what you have said that has taken the present into the future. Oh yeah, yeah, that can happen. Your present can be postponed. Your present can be postponed for what you say. Yeah. Can be postponed. You can see there are several examples in scripture. Your present can be postponed. The Israelites, I mean, God took them out of Egypt. And their present was to enter into the promised land. Isn't it? That was their now. But by what they said, it was postponed. 40 years later. Two weeks journey. Taking 40 years. Is that not a miracle? <laughs> Supernatural, I'm telling you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So their present... Their now was postponed by 40 years. May your present not be postponed. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May your future be brought into your now. Yeah. So let's look at, let's go back to Matthew. Look at, let's see how Matthew concludes that. Matthew, where are you? Where are you? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, um, verse 27, she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus 
answered and said to her, O woman. What did he say? O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. Can you see? In Mark, he says, for what you have said, the demon is gone. But here he says, great is your faith. So your faith, great faith has the ability to take little and make much out of little. Hallelujah. Great, Great faith can take little, mustard seed, and move a mountain. That's great faith. So, like in this case, the crump chased out a demon. <laughs> great faith. So, by great faith, you can attract the future into the present. So, I don't know what God has told you, but it can happen now. Hello? Yeah, I just showed you. It can happen now. Let me give you another example. Should I show you another example? Okay, look at John chapter 11. St. John's Gospel chapter 11. Time is gone. Um, You remember the story of Lazarus? When, When Lazarus, the friend of Jesus, got sick. Yeah? He was sick. In fact, read the whole chapter when you get home. Because it's very, very, it's a very, very interesting um, passage. Now, Jesus, I read a few verses. Verse one says, "Now a certain man, Lazarus was uh, a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary, and his sister Martha." It was that Mary anointed. It was that Mary that anointed Jesus with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore, the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. So that means people that God loves can also fall sick. The fact that you are sick doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. Okay? All right. Don't allow the devil to to deceive you. That's why if he didn't love you, there would be no doctors. (laughs) You would just die quickly. (laughs) But because of doctors, many lives have been prolonged. Hallelujah. The present was postponed because of doctors. Let's celebrate doctors. I don't know why I'm surrounded by some good doctors. I guess my life is being prolonged. (laughs) Hallelujah. Okay. Then Jesus answered. uh, When Jesus heard, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. This sickness is not unto death. It is for who? For the glory of God. All right? Okay, I don't want to make any commentary there before we... Um, okay. Then, um, now Jesus loved Martha and... Okay, verse 
Let's keep down. No. Verse 11. These things he said after to them. This is talking, he's talking to his disciples. The disciples were not getting the point, you know, that he was trying to make. And then he says, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Then his disciples said, Lord, <laughs> if he sleeps, he will get well. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about taking rest in sleep. Then Jesus said to them plainly, you know, stop speaking parables and say plainly. Huh? This parable business is not working. They are not getting the message. He says, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there that you may believe. Hallelujah. So you see, a lot of times God is aligning certain things so that you may believe. God is trying to bring you to the point of believing. Some of us, we have not believed enough. Some of us, we have allowed unbelief to creep in. You used to believe. Alright? You believed in the past, but in the present you don't believe. So God wants your believing to be present as well. Hallelujah. Your belief must be present if you are going to bring the future to the present. Or to bring the past <laughs> to the present. You must always be believing. Okay? So, nevertheless, let us go to him. Then Thomas, who is called the twins, said to his fellow disciples, let us, <coughs> let us also go that we may die with him. <laughs> Come on. What kind, of, what kind of reasoning is this? Our friend Lazarus is dead. Okay? Jesus says, let us go and wake him up. But Thomas says, no, let's go and die with him. Is he becoming suicidal or what? Huh? So sometimes you face certain situations, you feel like ending it. Am I not correct? Yeah, you feel it's not worth it. Let's end it now. Let's end it now. I cast that spirit out of your life. In the name of Jesus. You will not die before your time. You will not abort your destiny. You will, be, you will fulfill God's plan for your life. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, Thomas, just keep that nonsense. Okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so now Jesus arrives at Bethany. Okay? He arrives there and um, verse 21. Now, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. We sent the message a long time. When he was still sick. You didn't respond. Now, our only brother is gone. Because of your delay. Huh? You are busy healing, healing, healing other people. Now, the one you love. Huh? You're all over the place healing. Now, this one that needed you. You allow him to die. Hmm? 
But then, look, look, she makes a statement in verse 22. Very interesting. You would, you would think it's faith. But even now, I know that whatever you ask God, He will give you. Hallelujah. Now, she's, she's getting in now. She's getting in frequency for the miraculous. Is that not so? Yeah. Then Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Huh? And look at her response. Verse 20, 24. Then Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Huh? I know he will rise in the future. Faith is never future. Faith is always now. I know he will rise again. Who said he will not rise again? Of course. That is, it's obvious. Huh? Isn't it? Yeah, it's a given. So, that didn't impress us. Hmm? I know he will rise again. And she, 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 she postponed it. Jesus was trying to do something in the now, and she's postponing it to the last day. Please don't postpone your miracle. Don't. Don't postpone it. Huh? Then Jesus said to her, look at it. Hallelujah. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. I am the resurrection and the life. Hallelujah. I am the resurrection. I am the Anastasis and the Zoe. Yeah. I am. Resurrection is not future. It's present because I'm here. Can you see that? So when God is there, everything can be present. So when the future is trying to, you know, is, is going too far, just ensure that Jesus is there, present. And you can invoke that future. <laughs> and command it to come now. Hallelujah. Yeah. So it will come. So resurrection, resurrection, yeah, yeah, yeah. He will rise on the last day. Yes, yes, there is that. But there is this. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that is true. What Martha said was not wrong. Doctrinally, she was not wrong. But supernaturally, it didn't fit into. It didn't fit into what God is doing in the now. So what is God doing now? Now is the time for us to take Midran. Not tomorrow, now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, now is the time for you to start working miracles. Not tomorrow, now. Hello? It's, now is the time for you to begin to raise the dead. Not tomorrow, now. Hallelujah. Get that into your spirit. Let it settle down. Today is the day. Today is the day. So that's why sometimes you're preaching. There are some people, they hear the gospel and then they postpone it. The Bible says, today is the day. Now is 
Now is the time for salvation. It is now. If the word comes now, then it is for now. Now is the acceptable time. Now is the time. Now is the time to enter into God's, God's purpose. Now is the time to enter into destiny. Hello. Now is the time to enter into the supernatural. Now is the time to begin to walk in the power of God. Now is the time. And I want every single one in this church to begin to manifest the power of God. Don't postpone it. It's for today. It's for the present. It's for now. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, I'm open now, now to be used by you. I want to be used now, now. Now, now, now is the day. Now, today is the day. Today is the day. Today is the day. I want to be used. I want to be used by you. Now, now, not tomorrow. Now is the day. Now is the day. Today is the day. Today is the day. Now is the time. Now is the time to enter supernatural dimension. Now is the time to begin to walk miracles. Now is the time. Time to begin to manifest your glory. Now is the time to begin to manifest your power. Now is the time to begin to manifest your kingdom. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. I'm prepared for it. I enter into it by faith. I enter into it by faith. Now. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So, Jesus introduces himself as the resurrection. Isn't it in the book of Revelation where it says that he's Alpha and Omega? He's the beginning and he's the end. And guess what? He's the in-between as well. Hallelujah. So he's taking care of everything. So don't postpone it. If you have Jesus now, you have it now. If you have Jesus now, you have it all. So just ensure that his presence is there. Ensure that his glory is there. And you will experience his power. You experience his glory. I don't want to read that, but go read John chapter 2 in the miracle at the wedding ceremony. Huh? Mary says to Jesus, they have no wine. They've run out of wine. Jesus said, what has that got to do with me? My time is not yet. It's not a time for me. It's not a time for me to begin to manifest. It's not yet time for me to begin to operate in the supernatural. The Father has not yet given me the go-ahead. It's not time. It's not time. What has that got to do with me? And guess what? Mary turns to them. She says, whatever he says to you, do it. Hallelujah. Mary knew something. Mary understood something. Hallelujah. So, although it was still in the future for Jesus to do something, it was still in the future. Guess what? The father has to summon him and say, Jesus, <laughs> yeah, that future, bring it now. Okay? That future, bring it now. Hallelujah. And then he turns, he turns to them and says, fill the water pots. Uh, fill the pots with water. Fill the pots. The thing that was full of wine, he says, fill it with water. Come on. What kind of logic is that? What is the science? Please. Scientists, help us. The chemical 
the chemical composition of water. Huh? We know it's H2O. Okay, wine. How? Um, how? How does it change? Huh? It, 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 does it make sense? But what did they do? They obeyed. They obeyed. If you want to bring the future to the present, you would need to obey some things that are not logical. Oh? Yeah. Some things are not logical. You, you can't be limited by logic. Logic has its place. Education has its place, but it has its limitations. So sometimes he says, that water, okay. It's like a brother that uh, they were traveling and they, they ran out of petrol in the bush at night. And the Holy Spirit says, you have a jerry can of water, put it into the tank. Now, do you know what that can do to the engine of a car? Uh, it will knock the engine. They took it. Oh, Father, we just thank you in the name of Jesus. You turn water to wine. And even as you are telling us to do this, we believe that all things are possible. And they poured the water into the tank. The car started and they drove off. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm waiting for your testimony. Do you understand? I'm waiting for your testimony. God is going to do something in this place. Amen. Your life, people will, they will write books about you. Amen. Amen. Because you become a study case. You become a research case. Amen. Hallelujah. Be, by reason of what God will be doing through your life. People will look at you and they say, what kind of, what, what kind of a person is this? How is this possible? Huh? Can you imagine people coming to get doctorate just studying your life? It's coming, it's coming. Amen. Hallelujah. I need to stop. Time has gone. But hey, listen. The law of the present. That's what I mean when I say the law of the present. It's a spiritual law. There are other examples I can give to you. In scripture, you know, but you got the message. Amen. Hallelujah. You got the message. I don't know what has been postponed in your life. Just begin to pray right now. Just begin to tell the Lord, Lord, whatever has been postponed, I command to be brought to the present right now in the name of Jesus. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life changing messages and more information, log on to www dot every nation midrand dot org